Hey guys, this is Wolf Hoffman from Accept, and you're watching CMS TV. Meta. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard something brand new from the forthcoming Red Rain release, Don't Look Back, with uh, No Peace, No Love. And we just heard uh, Keel there with uh, Speed Demon. And coming to the mic is my good friend and partner and Weed Demon, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? I wish I was a weed demon tonight. I wish I was stoned. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, you're not rolling stoned? Not tonight. I'm rolling sober. Oh, boy. I'm rolling with the rewards, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those bottles do you go through a week? Do you know? Um, About two a day. That's all? Just two? That's, yeah, I drink I drink two two a day, three on Sundays. <laughs> then, then the rest of the time, it's water. Oh, I see. So you, so it's not just that. It's a, no, 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 no. Huh. It's, it's coffee in the morning, about a pot of coffee to get me going. Pot, huh? Yeah. Well, like two, I, I use that, that hand job mug that I bought, the, that I got, the, you know, you've seen it. Obviously everybody that's watched the show has seen me drink out of it. Sure. Um, I use that, that takes, um, like two thirds of the pot. And I drink two of those in the morning. Then I drink water most of the day. And then I mix in a, a reward with uh, like lunch and dinner. I see. So then the rest of the time it's water. So that's your reward. That is my reward. That's your reward. Yeah. Electrolyte drink. Mm. <laughs> and uh, is there a reason you, you know, you got hooked on drinking those or is that, is that something that uh, is like recommended from a, uh, doctor or no 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 i just like i mean they taste really good they have no shit in them at all no sugar no additives no flavoring no nothing it's just it's all natural you know this one here is strawberry kiwi which is from the juices of strawberries and kiwis all right you know i mean it's all it's all natural there's quite literally i, I don't know if you can see it or not but i'll hold it up anyway there, it's all zeros across the board on all the bullshit that's in it okay you know, there's literally the only thing there is that there's a little bit of is sodium. There's twelve percent oh. sodium, but all right, everything else is all zeros. So, okay. so uh, are you ever tempted to spike it with a little vodka? No, honestly, dude, I, I'm kind of <laughs> off of drinking right now again. You know how I go in like modes. Sometimes yeah, I drink a sure. ton, and sometimes I don't drink at all. Sure, I'm really in a not drink at all mood. I I've probably in the last few months. Since I saw Landau last, I think, I think I've had maybe five beers total. Really? No, no mixed drinks at all. Just I've had two, two of the five have been here on the show late at yeah, the, late at the I, end of the night. I noticed you had had a couple of the beers. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I wish I could say that I was trying to quit drinking or something like that. I wish I could be like disciplined enough to say, all right, it's time to stop this, but yeah, you just got to lose your taste for it. That's really what it comes down to is like even the other night last, I think last week I had a beer on the show and right. I took a mouthful of it and was like, eh, this is fucking garbage. You know, just didn't taste right. Right. So, 
you know, I'll get back to it though. I'm sure my, I'm sure when my, <laughs> considering where Landau's here on my birthday. All right. And we're definitely going to that. And, um, oh man, I've already been hearing from both Kelly and John that I will be drinking some. So. <laughs> well, I hope your friends are going to take care of you. So, yeah, uh, they will. you know, you can at least enjoy yourself and not be concerned. How the fuck am I going to get home now safely? Nah, I'll, I'll go with Kelly and she drives drunk. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> All right. It ain't my ticket. And, <laughs> and I'll have made it to 55 at that point. So I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you know, assuming she doesn't, you know, you know, wreck into a tree or something. Yeah. But if, yeah, if I die, I die, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Dude, the doctor said 55. That's at the end of the month. So, <laughs> so are you adopting the Sammy Hagar? I can't live to 55. Yeah. I can't live past 55. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what do doctors know? They don't know shit. I still feel pretty good. I don't, I don't trust anybody. I don't, I don't trust them because I'm, you know, I expected to feel when the doctor told me 55, I really started thinking, well, about 50, I would start feeling really shitty. Right. And I don't. I feel honestly more energized than I have in a very long time. And now part of that is probably from being a little more consistent with the yoga and the, you know, the exercise and whatnot. And, and drinking your and drinking drinking your rewards. my rewards and, and not drinking alcohol. Yeah, not drinking alcohol, not drinking a ton of pop or any of that kind of shit. Or soda or what where depending oh, on where you are in the country. Yeah. You know, but I, I just have cut all that shit out. Now, if sure. I could just get rid of pizza, I might actually lose some fucking so, weight. But so pizza is a is a downfall for you. Pizza is my kryptonite, man. Is that right? I oh, mean, yeah. do you order lots of pizza? Oh, but, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. At least once a week, I have pizza. Really? Okay. Yeah. Pizza is definitely my kryptonite. I... I don't eat sugar. That's the weird thing. Cause like, I don't eat, you know, I'm the one fat guy on the planet that really doesn't eat cookies or cake or sure. candy or maybe, I mean, in the course of a year, maybe five times I'll eat something that's like just sugar based like that Sure. in the course of a year. But you know, and most of that is if you're at somewhere, you know, at a, at somebody's anniversary, at a wedding, at a party, you have a piece of cake, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But pizza, oh my god! Every time, I, every time I come through the house and there's just nothing that I want to make. All right, Giannino's, <laughs> bring me some fucking pizza. <laughs> Giannino's is the is the bomb. Are they, are, is they, the, are, are they still as good as they always have been? They're fucking good, man. Because yeah, they used to. You know, we talked about it on the show many a time, but when I used to do the show at WSTB, they used to bring me a, a pie every week. Yeah, the Giannino's here in Twinsburg is outstanding. Yeah, they, they, used, to, they used to just call up and say, hey, can we bring you one? It's like, yeah. bring, it, bring it on. I wish they'd do that now. Yeah, because they, they used to just throw me a throw me a freebie every week. Sure. Just just because they listened to the show and, you know, I would, of course, I would give them some plugs for, you know, bringing it out. Right. You know, but uh, it was very kind of them to call up every week and say, hey, uh, can we bring you one? Like, yeah. Goddamn right. That's one of the funniest bits that we, me and you ever did early that. <laughs> what kind of pie? Hair pie? Hair pie. <laughs> it's the little swollen ham on the yeah, little swollen pie. ham on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. You know, but, that's like 20 years ago now. Oh, it was longer than that, dude. Was it? 
Yeah, it was like 2000, 2001. Oh, my God. 22 years now. I cannot believe we've been doing this that long. I know, but it was it was just instant chemistry, man. It just, yeah. it just was, you know, it's just not a replaceable thing. Yeah, because it really was just yeah. off the top of the, we were just riffing. In fact, you didn't even feel well, if I remember right. Yeah, right? You was, were like I, sick I was, or something? I was sick. I, I had a cold. Yeah. And the only reason I was even there was to promote my magazine. It wasn't like I was a host per no, se. I, I, I came just, in just to sh- shoot the shit. No, you just, you guys pushed the, the mics out of the way and says, I'm taking over bitches. Well, it's because they didn't say anything. <laughs> that is true. I, I mean, for fans that don't remember the, the WSTB days of, of the classic metal show, Neely had three different hosts. Yeah. Yep. Rock and Randy. Yeah. Long-haired Mike and Big Mike. And Little Mike. And Little Mike, four. And, and, and Papa Chuck. Oh, and Chuck, too. Yeah. If you had all of the words that those guys all said in their history on the show, it's less than I've already said in this segment. <laughs> it was just, it was tough to get them. I mean, they loved the music. They loved the music and they loved mm-hmm. the bands, but... Uh, to get something going on the mic with them was very difficult. Yeah, and, and Little Mike was the most depressing of the bunch to me because he liked, like, he was the guy that was going to challenge you to find new music. Yeah, of course. Like, he was always, like, he was, like, like all I can remember is he was, like, the one that turned me on to Ed Guy. Yeah, of course. He uh, turned me on to Ed Guy. Yeah, and and that was way before Ed Guy was Ed Guy. And you know, Hammerfall. They, and Hammerfall's another one. Hmm? But then you'd get him on the on the mic, and you'd be like, "Yeah, we just played uh, Ed Guy, uh, Mike. Tell us something about it." Well, um, they're not from the states. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're a good band. Yeah, they got some Weedly Weedly in their guitar. Uh, well, well, how did you discover him, Mike? Ah, you know, so, you know, I somebody over there at uh, Disc Den told me about him. Yeah. Okay. So I bought it. <laughs> well thank thanks thanks for the input yeah i'll just sit over here quietly until you need me to say on your classic metal show yeah, well he, <laughs> he did like he did like to uh pick the music a lot of the time you know he liked to go through the cds and pick a sure various other things you know and he he, he was kind of he was just an intern you know he kind of mm-hmm. acted like an intern yeah you know, and I tried to get him on the air. Now, probably long-haired Mike was probably the most talkative because he, he could actually host the show when I was away. Yeah. You know, so he, he could actually step up and actually run the show, you know. But he had that habit of feeling like he'd been talking too long. Uh-huh. So he would start talking faster and try to get out of it. <laughs> like, he'd be like, you, you'd be talking about Y&T or something because I know he loved Y&T. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, I went and saw Dave Menachetti, and it was a great show. But, man, I, would, I don't want to talk too much about it. Blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, all of a sudden, he'd go real fast. You'd be like, okay, dude, easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody everybody wanted to have a, you know, have a little something to do with the show. But, uh, you know, when it come to actually running the show, it was my show. Yeah. You know, and just, you know, I tried to get people involved. And they wanted to be, but they only wanted to be involved in the background. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't want to step up. So then when you'd come down, it was you and I, and man, we'd just start riffing right away. I would grab the mic and push the rest of them. That, Cause there was like two sides of the studio and I'd push yeah. them out of my side. I was like, right. get out of here. Right. I'm, t- I'm taking over. over. 
Uh, and you'd stay through three and four segments, you know? Yeah, I would stay for a long time. Yeah, sometimes just, the whole show, not yeah, always. Yeah, you, you, sometimes you'd come in about probably in maybe the third or fourth hour and you'd stay for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah just hang out and yeah, shoot the shit. Shoot the shit and just talk about local stuff and music and bands and concerts and, you know, just silly stuff. And it's just like, yeah, we got a good thing going here. Yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah, but that's, you know, but you had your own thing going on MMS with the mm-hmm. Metal Yeah. You know, and of course you were running your music's bottom line paper and you were, you know, trying to get your businesses started and, sure, you know, all this stuff. So okay. you always had it, had something happening. Well, I, I always say, I tell everybody, even in interviews that I've done, you know, for books and with stuff where people ask me about radio on a classic metal show, I always talk about how the classic metal show kind of ended my run with commercial radio. Not only because I got in trouble on commercial radio for something we did here. That's one thing. Yeah, but <laughs> but more because I, I just stopped liking doing commercial radio. Yeah, because, of, because you had to be so careful. Oh, it was... Me and you would just be on it because the way the schedule worked was me and you did it as we do now, Saturday nights from nine to three. And then the metal show was Sundays, 10 to midnight. And I, we would just, especially if any of you are familiar with some of the early talking stuff, the laser wolves and uh, Scott and Anita from KEIF, you know, K and Abby and the rev and all that stuff. That stuff was just free flowing craziness. Yeah, we we didn't know what we were going to do with it. It just, you know, it's something that either you stumbled on or I stumbled on, and and we just made something out of it. But then to go from that to the next night being like, well, gosh darn it, I really do not like that band. (laughs) You know, it was like, ugh, (laughs) this sucks. And then they brought in Jeremy to do nothing but dump out of everything that I had to say and... You know, oh my God, I just got to where I was like, then I was, the only thing I was doing up there was testing boundaries. I I spent so much time, me and Angry Pat, who I used to hang with all the time, we would just get drunk before (laughs) the show. And then I would test every boundary I could. I would push Matt as far as I could push him before he had to dump out of something. That's really what it became. And it just was, it was time for me to get out of commercial radio. Right. You know, and I love doing this. This is just like, this is like going to the bar every week, really. Of course, of course. You know, just shoot the shit, be silly or be serious or whatever, whatever we want to do. Right. You know. But yeah, it's, it's been a fun history. That's for sure. It has. You know, but, uh, and we're here again. We're doing it again. Yeah. And And tonight is a, tonight is a special night because, uh, we are going to uh, reintroduce a fan favorite uh, to the world again. Yeah. Ron Keel. Remember him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him too. <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm pumped. I'm so excited about, about, um, this, uh, Charlie Kendall had a show back in the what? Eighties and nineties. The nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Called the metal shop. Mm-hmm. And I think, And the more I've talked to people in the last two weeks about this thing, actually about the show starting, I'm finding out more and more people heard this show, but man, I used to love metal shop. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I I've talked about it on the show that it was a Sunday night. Listen for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I would be like, like on a summer night, 
if I was outside, I'd be like, you know, maybe washing the car or doing something like that and listening to metal shop, you know, having it blasting from the car speakers. Yeah. I was outside either working on the car or doing washing or something, you know, but, uh, you know, it was, just, it was always good because this was pre internet. So, mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Kendall would bring you information about your favorite bands and new releases and tours and do interviews and, you know, uh, keep you up to date with your favorite metal bands because if you didn't subscribe to you know a metal magazine such yeah. as Focus or hit parader or rip or something like that and and you know of course that stuff was a month behind anyway right you know so you could tune in to metal shop and you know charlie kendall would keep you up to date with uh this new release or this new song or yeah. or do a little interview with a band or you know, whatever. And, and if you were into the, into the classic metal, uh, you know, this was, this was your show. Yeah. And in the earlier days of the show, in the like eighties days of the show, it was one of the few places you could actually hear from the bands. Right. You know, obviously MTV picked up on that and started doing, you know, with headbangers ball. And before that with D Snyder's show, they started having those, those guests, but I, I can remember that was one of the reasons I used to listen to Metal Shop was, oh, shit, he's going to have Kevin Dubrow on or he's going right, to have, exactly. you know, the the red haired guy from Autograph or something. You know, he would have he would have all kinds of different metal guests. And <clears throat> I guess at the time and I was I've been trying to think back to that time. You know, I mean, the, the closest to it would have been what Bob Coburn. Yeah. Well, they, you know, that was thinking about it today. There were there were three main main shows that i listened to where it was music oriented shows was mm -hmm. was rock line with with rock. coburn right and then of course charlie kendall's metal shop and uh in the studio with redbeard right those but were the, the three, three shows i listened to sure but the other two were not always focused on on rock and metal no not necessarily but i'm talking about music oriented yeah, yeah, yeah. talk yeah. shows i guess if you want to call it a talk show you know, type of talk show because mm -hmm. it wasn't just straight music. It was news and interviews and, yeah. you know, keeping you up to date with what was going on. And, you know, rock line, uh, it wasn't specifically metal, but it was usually a good rock band. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of the, my favorite bands have been on rock, you know, oh, rock sure. line. And, you know, hi, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's been on Rockline. She has been on Rockline. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I remember specifically hearing, you know, Tesla on Rockline and Cinderella on Rockline. And obviously, Dawkins been on there numerous times. And sure. Just all kinds of, you know, favorite bands. So, Rockline was a great show, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, the bands would play live and they would basically promote their latest release. And, and, Typically, that's what Rockline was about, was that a band was promoting something. Sure. New, you know, whether it was a new CD or, or maybe a DVD or video or something. Right. You know? And they would be in the studio to take phone calls and uh, perhaps play live in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, I, I was just like you, man, just back then. Back then, you had to really hunt for your metal, and if there was something on that was promoting it, man, you you went out of your way to make sure that you didn't miss it. Right, of course. And Metal Shop was one of those shows for me, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a fan. I'm excited about having uh, Charlie on the show, and you know, uh, 
looking forward to the uh, new relaunching the show, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see if it still has that same old magic for you or not. Well, I could tell you as somebody that has heard this, has heard the first episode. Yes, it absolutely does. Oh, good. It, it's absolutely cool. And, um, um, our friend Corey is very involved with it as well, as mm-hmm. far as like the imaging and whatnot, I believe. And, uh, I mean, it really, I was listening to it and I was fucking 18 years old again. <laughs> I was just like, you know, I'm not going to say who he was talking to or what he was talking about, but, right. um, you know, he's, he's talking about band X and he goes to the interview and all of a sudden it's like metal shop. And I'm like, holy shit, it's right back where I used to be. Sure. Absolutely. And Charlie sounds the same. You know, sometimes these guys come back and they're older and they just sound terrible. Yeah, they're, you know, their their vocal cords are not yeah. quite, as, quite as resilient as they used to be. Yeah, he doesn't have any of like that Steve Perry warbling or anything. He's very, <laughs> right, right. he sounds just like he did back in the day. Sure. I just, I, I, I mean, I, again, I, I heard the first episode and and i won't say how long i don't know because i don't know what i'm allowed to even talk about but um I, just listening to it it's x amount of long and it mm-hmm. seemed like it was about five minutes yeah i looked up and it, and and it was or I'm, i was just kind of working and listening to it and i was rocking he played some kick-ass tunes too and then all of a sudden it's like the metal shop is brought to you by krfk media and i was like wait a minute and you're just like what the fuck it's over i was like how can this be over i just started listening <laughs> yeah so well good good i'm I'm glad it's a it's a it's a cool night for me it's a cool night yeah for you, obviously it's a cool night for anybody who remembers metal shop and enjoyed it as much as chris and i did and i know there were a lot of listeners or a lot of fans of that yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I credit, uh, metal shop for turning me on to armored saint. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a band I knew of, but I never listened much to them. And then I heard them on, uh, uh, you know, metal shop and it was just like, man, I need to check these guys out a little closer, you know? Right. So, uh, so then I became a, a hardcore fan. Yeah. I, I remember, I'm trying to think, I think the first time I ever heard like like Halloween or one of those bands was on metal shop. Cause that was what was, that was another cool thing about metal shop was it wasn't always just the radio stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really stuff that you just didn't hear unless you were a much more underground fan. I think right. metal church, I might've heard for the first time on metal shop. Sure. So yeah, he played a lot of cool music, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I haven't actually spoken to Charlie yet. There's been an email thread that I've been in, but I don't even sure. think I've directly addressed him either. So right. I'm like a stupid kid tonight. <laughs> I really am like, Oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah. You well, know? anyway, it's, it's, and and again, you know, one of the, um, influences that I took when I started this show was there was no metal shop when I started this show. Right. And, and, and metal shop definitely, uh, was, you know, uh, uh, a uh, spirit in, in, you know, starting this show. Sure. You know, so uh, definitely uh, influence, you know, there were numerous influences that, uh, you know, influenced me to take the time and the effort to put this show together years and years ago. And, right. and uh, metal shop was definitely one of the influences. Hell yeah. Good you know? stuff. So very cool. So looking forward to that. Now, when is that in the second segment? Yeah, ten fifteen. So okay, very we good. have a we have a hard ten o'clock out. 
10 o'clock Eastern out. All right. We're going to hit the post, baby. Well, I thought it was, uh, what is it, the clock? Yeah, we're, our clock says 10. <laughs> right, right. You got to, and, and make sure you make sure you play that ID at the top of the hour, too. That's right. <laughs> All these rules of radio. That's right. It's just so funny because of being the free form uh, format that, that we do and the show that we do, uh, commercial radio, so much different. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, you got a hard clock at 10. You got to make sure you get the traffic and weather it mm-hmm. you know, on the 10s. Yeah. You got to make sure you play that ID at the top of the hour. Yeah. You no. Know? I know it's like with the Seth show, he still does spots and whatnot. You know, he yeah. sells spots and does yeah. spots. And he, he's like completely lost any sense of radio clock now because, you know, he's doing it with me and, you know, I don't give a shit. So, (laughs) you know, and it just really gets to where, you know, and and you know, this me and you know, this better than anybody. You look down and you feel like you've been talking for five minutes. It's like an hour and 10. Yeah, I know. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah. It just (laughs) happens that way. It's a good jag and, you know. Yeah, and you don't want to stop. You know, that's one of the reasons the commercial radio sucks so bad is because you can't ever get into a good, you can't ever get going. You you, you really start riffing. You're like, well, hold on. We got to take a break now for traffic and weather on the 10s. Now the momentum is lost. Yeah, and then you got to come back. Well, you know, we were talking. No, that stinks. Yeah. Always stinks. Right. Well, well speaking of the Seth show. Yes. And you, it, now have you expanded to two two shows a week or has it always been mm-hmm. it's two- always been all right since i've been on it it's been two uh, shows a week all right because i thought it was only mondays but i i've been getting your little notices the the little update notices about do they go live at four o'clock that's right you know so uh what uh what was the special guests this week on the Seth show um anything, anything noteworthy um no, apparently, <laughs> apparently not. Because that um, comes to mind, Chris. We had um. This is an old name for Cleveland people, and nobody outside of Cleveland will probably know this. But we had the Fifth Wheel on. Remember that band? The Fifth Wheel. The Fifth Wheel. They were kind of like a jangly art rock alternative band from okay. the nineties. All right. They were all part of. They were part of that. Like in Cleveland, there was two scenes. I think there was the metal scene. And then there was kind of the alternative rock scene. Kind of like, like Peace Tree? Yeah, like Peace Tree or like that. Yvette. Um, Fifth Wheel was one of those bands. You know, okay. there, was, there was a whole bunch of those bands. And um, they were covered by the end. Remember the end? The Inner Sanctum yes, on the yes, end. The end. Actually, Aaron Carmen. Sure. Uh, a person who influenced me to do the radio show she, mm-hmm. she went to the end after she lost her gig sure w-o-n-e mm-hmm. uh, all those bands and they were they were one of those bands so they were on but um yeah they they were on we had a good show with them we had, it was good kind of catching up and remembering how cool that that late 90s early 2000s local scene was just mm-hmm. in general that all the bands supported everybody and that was pretty cool but yeah, other than that, no, we just ranted and raved about, you know, stuff. 
Okay. You know, and then um, we made big news on the on the Eric show, the okay. Chris Inkin Presents show. Well, that's what I was going for next. So yeah, what's the big, what's the haps on the uh, Chris Aiken Presents show? Well, we had Ripper on, and boy, he he rattled some chains. <laughs> Did he? Yes. He um he said something to the effect of um of shame on Judas Priest management and um and the guys in the band for not even calling him for the rock hall induction. Wow. And it got picked up by um Brave Words ran it and then um Metal Sucks ran it too, I think, and it did a lot of plays. It, <laughs> it did it did a ton. Which was great because it did a lot of plays, all of us on Rumble, because of course we're suspended on fucking YouTube again. Of course. Of course we are. Because me and Eric dared to talk about the jab. Ooh. Oh, is that the reason why you yeah, got really? medical misinformation? Oh boy. And now they're not lifting the fucking strike either. That's the funny. That was our first strike on that show. And it's supposed to be seven days. Well, we're at day 10 yeah. and I've messaged back and forth with YouTube a couple of different times. And they keep saying, well, just wait one more day. Just wait one more day. I'm like, <laughs> you know, Eric's like, how come this shit's not up? And I'm like, eh, who cares? If people won't get wise to, to these, uh, social media outlets that, that will suspend accounts due to content to speech that that doesn't uh, jibe with whatever it is that uh, they they are pushing whatever agenda they're pushing mm-hmm. they they need to start questioning everything yeah i mean i question everything anyway we you, you and i both know that but, mm-hmm. but the average person who doesn't think that uh, there's something going on there and go oh that's just a bunch of bullshit it's like mm, i don't know the proof is in the pudding there yeah well, we've had how many strikes on our show? 12? At least easily. You know, they just keep giving us strikes. And I just, I, I refuse to, I refuse to kowtow to it. I'm just not going to do it. Right. You know, on this show, we're not even, we, we will not stream this show live ever again on YouTube. Nope. We'll never do it again. And in fact, I've been thinking about it and I might do this too, just to further protect the channel so it doesn't get shut down. Because ultimately all we care about is that it, that it finds new people. Right. And then they come to rumble. We really don't give a shit. And if you're watching this on YouTube next week, well, that's your stupidity. Move over to Rumble, you dumb shit. But, um, you know, that's that's all we care about. So what I've been thinking I might do is just for YouTube is hold everything a week. Put everything up for real on Rumble and then use it as a true backup. Right. Just run it a week later where we don't give a shit. You know, where it's not... Because I don't want to compete. I don't want our Rumble channel competing with our YouTube channel. Sure. If you want it when it when it airs, and you can watch it on Rumble. If right. not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't have anything to watch. Well, sucks to be you. Move I over. Don't have, I don't have anything to watch. I, I I tried to watch something new. Is there anything new to watch? Yeah, there is on a different <laughs> channel. But I don't want to go to a different channel. I, I already have all my presets. Yeah, well, tough. <laughs> then I guess you won't watch our fucking show. Right. That's really how I feel. Then you really, then you just won't see our fucking show. Right. Because I'm done with fucking YouTube, man. I yeah. Just, I fucking hate them, man. Yeah. And it's getting worse. They're already starting. Now that the election is starting to fire up again, it's like <laughs> everything's a fucking problem now. Uh, of course it is. You know, it's like, ugh. 
And I mean, the, the shit with me and Eric, I get me and you because sometimes me and you say some harsh shit. Yep. I get that. That's what makes the, sh that's our that's, reputation though. Yeah. Though. We've done that for decades now. Yeah. And I get if, if they don't want that on their platform, no problem. Cool with me. But the stuff with Eric is so tame, tame. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's, I mean, Eric is Eric. Definitely. If, if I was going to put conspiracy guys picture in a book, it would look just like Eric. <laughs> I mean, he believes every conspiracy theory, right? And, and God bless him for it. You know, I mean, we talk about it and sometimes I, I believe it. And sometimes I don't. And a lot of time, like, you know, we had the flat earth thing that got, that got the whole channel, the whole CMS channel shut down. Yeah, well, how dare you talk about a, uh, a concept? Yeah. And, and, but the thing that was crazy about that was you had Eric and the pastor guy that believed in it. Okay. You had Seth that was kind of indifferent to it. That was just kind of listening. And you had me that was not, that was not a believer in it. And I went in saying that I don't believe any of this shit convince me, you know? And so we were literally having a discussion with no point being pushed, no agenda being pushed. It's a, it's an idea or concept that either you can accept it or question it, or at least explore it. Or yeah. you go, well, oh, it's kind of a bizarre thing to think about or mm -hmm. whatever. And then you go on. It's just a topical thing yeah. to talk just about. Something to talk about that people be interested in listening to. And, um, yeah, that's what got our channel killed. It's just bizarre though. It it's is like, you, you can't talk about this. It's like, why? Yeah. Who because am I hurting? That's what we believe. Yeah. Who am I hurting? I ain't hurting you. I'm not telling everybody that if they don't believe it, they should jump in front of a bus. Right. You know, it's bizarre. Uh, uh, to answer Dr. Johnny fever here, Eric absolutely believes that the moon landing was faked. Okay. And he's got the proof to tell you. Okay. If you want to find out more about that, hit us up on Chris Aker presents. I'm sure Eric would love to tell you all about it. <laughs> Speaking of Eric, I'll be seeing him next Friday. He told me that today, actually. He's just like, yeah, we're going to hang. Me and Eric are going to hang out. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm always looking forward to it. And of course, Steven's always a nut. So seeing that hanging with the guys and seeing, seeing, uh, the, the Piercy show and catching up. Yeah. I was taking shit from one of Eric's fans because I'm not willing to drive to Versailles to see the show. That's all. That's about like three hour drive for you. Yeah. It's far. Yeah. It's three hour drive each way. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I, I've been to that, been to that venue. It's basically yeah. a uh, steel pole building out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I mean. Eric needs to play the casino. That's about my driving limit. It's, um, I, I think the I think the little building is like an indoor um, a go kart track, right? And they kind of convert it into like a little music hall type venue thing, you know. And uh, I've been there, been there a couple of times actually. Yeah, I mean, I, from what I from what I hear, it's a nice place. It's not it's not that I don't want to go. It's that it's six hours of driving. Yeah. No, I ain't doing six hours. I don't do six hours of driving in a month. Right. <laughs> Let alone in one day. I'm not doing that. Well, you're going to have to fire up that CMS copter and, you know, <laughs> chopper down there. Look, I love Eric and all, but you know what? I see him two hours a week. That's enough. Right. Exactly. 
I don't need to. Yeah, I don't need to drive. Play the area again. I'm sure. Yeah, if they, I'm sure at some point they'll come back over here, and when they do, as long as it's within you know ten miles, I'm in. Right. <laughs> they're uh, they're playing they're playing twice here in in a short amount of time. They're playing here next week, and then they're playing at the Four Winds Casino like on the twenty first or something like that. Right. So they're they're in the they're in the area a couple times here. Yeah. No. Eric Eric did text me today. So I'm looking forward to seeing Neely next week. Yeah. Like, so okay. next Friday, next Friday, I'll be hanging hanging with the Ericster. That's cool. That's fun. <laughs> We could talk all the conspiracy theories we want without getting booted off the channel. Yeah, just don't just don't broadcast it to YouTube. Exactly, that'll be a problem. Let's not uh, let's not get anybody all upset. No, can't do that. <laughs> well, I don't really have a whole lot going on in my world. It's just been working home and working home and working home, and that's about it. Not much here. I mean, the only time I got out this week was to go deal with funeral and wake stuff, which was oh, not yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, who, who, who did you uh, tend to wake for? Um, you know, my pretty much best friend, Scotty. Yeah. His, his mom died. Okay. His mom passed away in the most horrific way possible. This is, this is horrific. And I mean, it's public knowledge, so I guess I don't feel bad telling it. But So she was out walking her dog. Yeah. Dog's on a leash. Mm-hmm. Dog started chasing something, car, person, whatever. Yanked her, cracked into a pole, two um two brain bleeds and passed away. How big was the dog? I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know much about the dog, but but she's walking along close to a pole and the might dog might have been like a stop sign pole or something. Really jerked her jerked, jerked her into her a pole. And whacked her. Whacked her in the head. Wow. That's a brutal way to go. That's wow. That's, that's one of those, uh, freak accidents. Yeah. That just sucks. Yes. Wow. Okay. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. I mean, you make it to into your seventies, you've lived a good life. Mm -hmm. You die cracking your head. That stinks. Yeah. And, and your beloved animal being responsible for it. Yeah. You know, you know how people are with their dogs. Yeah. Their, 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 their animal pet or their animal children or whatever they call them. Exactly. Their fur, their fur babies. Their fur babies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like dogs, but I would never have one. Yeah. I don't like them. I don't want one. I mean, I like, I like dogs. I had dogs growing up and whatnot and dogs just are, you know, they, they, they're just immediately attracted to me. I always seem to, as soon as I walk in a room, a dog is like right up on me. Yeah, you you know? can have them, <clears throat> but, uh, I would never have one. Like, no, I thanks. I couldn't imagine the responsibility of having to, oh, I got to go walk the dog. Oh, I got to feed the dog. Oh, I got to get home because the dog needs to be let out. Oh, I got to, the people schedule their whole lives around their dog. Yeah. You know, oh, I mm-hmm. got to get home. I got to let the dog out. Oh, I got to take the dog to the vet. Oh, I got to, you know, it was like, oh my God, really? It's like, the, that's a lot of responsibility. And not, not only that, but the, but the animal fur all over everything. And it's like, I don't, I just don't have time for that. Yeah. I mean, who, who has, who has time for, I don't know how anybody deals with that kind of bullshit. But, but the people, like I said, the people who schedule their whole life around their dog, is it's that's that's the part that gets me oh well i can't stay very long because i gotta get to get the dog out oh i got mm-hmm. 
It's like, well, I can't go on that trip with you because I have nobody to watch the dog. Yeah. You know, is the, is the hotel we're staying pet friendly? Can I bring my dog? <laughs> no, no, no. And then, and then I like the people who, who insist that they can bring their dogs into the store now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know? there was a dog last night at the fucking funeral. At the, or at the wake, rather. They brought it into the funeral it home? It was in the funeral home. Yeah, yeah. big ass, big ass, like Marmaduke looking dog. I got to bring the dog with me. Yeah, some lady, she come walking in with her damn dog. The dog is probably 200 pounds. Oh, boy. Big stupid dog. Now, I mean, it didn't misbehave or nothing, but what the hell? Yeah, leave your dog at home. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he's part of the family. He's my spirit animal. <laughs> shut up. He's my emotional support animal. Yeah, shut up. That would become a thing too. this whole emotional support animal. No. I got to bring it. I got to bring it on a plane because it's my emotional support animal. Like, yeah, shut I up. I, I, I flew for decades and nobody brought an animal with them. And now all of a sudden people got to have an animal with them. Right. Like, ugh. yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bad enough. I got to deal with Kelly's fucking dogs. <laughs> and she's got some horses. Yeah, she does. Both of her dogs are easily 100 pounds each. Ugh. They're both big. Yeah. Big dogs. Like, yeah, they, you live in a one-bedroom apartment and you have two big, big horses. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it too. She's got a small house and just, just has those two big fucking dogs and every fucking time anybody even walks by on the street. It's like oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Just fucking give them a bully any freeze and be done with it. I don't know, man. I I, I I couldn't be cruel to an animal, but then again I don't want one either. So, you know, and people people who just you know, whose whole life revolves around their animal. It's just bizarre to me. I just like, ugh, no thanks. Dude, I can't tell you how many people told me when I first got single mm -hmm. that I needed to get a dog. No. I had so many people like, you know what, dude, just so you don't get lonely, yep, just get lonely. a dog lonely. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Why, why is everybody so fearful of being by themselves? I don't know. I love being by myself. I do too. You know, I enjoy coming home and being by myself. It's like, uh, dude, like, half the reason I'm half the reason I'm a hermit is because I can't convince myself to go spend time. I get invited to everything. <laughs> I get invited to a hundred things a month. I can't be pushed into spending time with other people. Right. I like my alone time. I do too. I don't, you know, uh, if I could be more alone, I would. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was some way to be more alone than I am now, I don't know what that would be, but, but whatever that would be, I, I that would be me. Right. I would I would never see people. Sure. You know, I, you know again, I, I, I like to just, I like to go out, you know, obviously I do go out and periodically sure. and things, but, but, you know, if it was a daily occurrence, uh, no, no, I'm yeah. not, you know, once a week, once every other week, that's cool. That's yeah. great. But, I mean, I have this hat right here. Yeah. There's a reason. And it ain't as a joke. I really do hate people. Yeah. It's just too funny. You know, I just do. I, I can't, I, I'm with you every once in a while. It's fun. You know, I, and, and it's weird because I, I don't know if you do this, but I do this all the fucking time. 
I'll talk myself out of going to stuff like I constantly. Did, I, I did that today. Did you? I, did. I, I, I was thinking I was, I was out this, this morning. I had to go to the bank and I had, I went to the CMS post office. Right. And, you know, it was a nice day today. It was a nice, warm, sunny day. So I, I was in the car and I thought, ah, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cruise around a little bit and see what's up. Right. You know, just, just drove around, just checking out things I haven't seen in a while. Just see what, if there's any, something happening and all I was doing was getting frustrated because, <laughs> because there was a lot of old people on the road mm-hmm. and, and I, and I can't tell you how many times people were crossing the line. They couldn't stay in their lanes. They were busy looking at their phone, you know, and, and, uh, one old lady, she just had me just like, I, I was driving on this, uh, uh, two lane and she was ahead of me. Right. And then, then the, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but in Indiana, Indiana has been doing away with all their traffic lights and their intersections, and they've been replacing them with roundabouts. Oh, yeah, they're doing that here, too. So, so everywhere I go, there's new roundabouts. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the roundabouts are two, are double lane. Right. So this old lady in front of me, she she took up both lanes in the roundabout. Oh, good. She She straddled both lanes. Every nice. we went through three roundabouts and she straddled both lanes through the, the three roundabouts, you know, <laughs> and, and finally there was a open there and I just ripped on by her, you know, to get and and just some old lady. And it's like, are you fucking drunk or are yeah. you old? Then you saw her near skeleton finger. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, there was another old lady. She, she, we were, I was on a two lane and she kept crossing over into my lane it's just like stay on your side fucky yeah. get over you bitch yeah get off you know some people just gotta stop driving at a certain point that's right uh, it's just ridiculous and i and i've taken up that cause <laughs> <laughs> and you have and you've exercised it well i have yeah. last year four thousand miles <laughs> wow look at you <laughs> And I might break that this year. Honestly, I might have less miles this year because I haven't really done anything. Mm-hmm. You know, but. well, you know, when you when your commute is from the bedroom to the uh, to the office, you know, every day, or to the couch, or whatever, yeah, that's about it. Up. Pretty much anymore is is bedroom to couch. You know, I might take a side trip over to the um, to the coffee shop known as my kitchen. You know, to, to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to the cafe now. Yeah. Go to my Starbucks. Right. <laughs> Go to Chris Bucks. Well, I know we got to jump jump here in a second, but yeah. uh, uh, quickly because we haven't talked about it. So uh, what's the what's the latest with your shoulder issue? Seems like it's good, man. It's um, it's not hurting. It hasn't. I haven't had any pain. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It just as quickly as it came on. It just stopped. It just went away. It just stopped. I mean, it was it was hurting, hurting, hurting. I was toughing it out, but it was hurting. Mm-hmm. But then it just one one afternoon, it just did not hurt anymore, and Ow. it has not hurt since. So okay. I don't know if I had, you know, I mean, you would think the doctors would have seen this, but it almost seems like yeah, either a pinched nerve or a dislocation of like the shoulder that was pulling on the nerves or something. And maybe it shifted back into play. I don't know. I don't know. I, all I know is that I'm petrified. That it'll come back again? Well, that like certain things like stretching. 
Right. Like in the, you know how in the morning you just instinctively, uh, you know, right. you just kind of, you don't even think about it. Well, I think about it now. Yeah. Now in the morning I get out of bed. I'm like, uh, oh, 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 what am I doing here? You know, <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> just being careful. But I, you know, and I think part of it has been too, is I've been, you know, I have that, um, Nautilus machine here right. in the living room. I've been doing that as well. Pull downs and stuff to strengthen the shoulder with a, with a whole lot of weight on it, a whopping 50 pounds of weight. Cause it's, I'm cause I'm petrified of hurting it again. Yeah, of course. Why you know, would, so I'm just kind of, I mean, when, when I think about you having to do this show from the bed, yeah, <laughs> you know, back near at the beginning of the year or so. I was just curious. I'm glad, uh, glad you're feeling better and yeah, I'm good. Going okay. And you know, we're, we're rocking and rolling. So, uh, well, we're going to have to take a break here because, uh, our guests are coming up here and That's right. talk about the, uh, reintroduction of, uh, metal shop, right? The only show with teeth. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's take a break. I'll let you pick a tune. What should we play? All right. I'm going to pick a local Cleveland band. Uh, Voltan, V-U-L-T-A-N. They have a new song called A Killer Song. That's what it's called, A Killer Song. <laughs> it's called A Killer Song? Yep. All right. Well, well just, and, and who are they? They're just like a local. It's person. it's Dom and Mike from Maximum Threshold. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, it's their band. Do they still do the, their show? I don't think so. Uh, that, that show was a hard listen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough listen. Man. Yeah, it was. The band's a little better than the show. Let's hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We're going to come back with Ron Keel and Charlie Kendall and uh, talk about metal shops. So uh, here it is. It's uh, Voltan with a killer song exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thank you. 